all been waiting for the NHL draft lottery is here and we're just 20 minutes away from finding out the fate of the Arizona Coyotes and will this be the year their luck finally changes we will find out thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes draft lottery watch along presented by neutral we got our neutral here i'm drinking the mango have you, you, have you the, opened it oh he's already opened it all right craig i got cranberry oh, grapefruit i asked i asked oh. and i was given green light cheers to open we mine knew we've cheers. been saying there's going to be drinking on this show cheers 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 and here we are sean cheers what do you got what, what oh, you i put? have uh i went orange peach lemonade nice. oh my god that is that's really good fire that's really good um Uh-oh. all right well i uh i promised that i would bring my crystals and I did. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see them on the table here. Um, they've been sitting in the sun all day to, to Bring get the warmth, energy. get the energy. Is that a thing? Charging your crystals. Perfect. Yeah, it's a thing. Charge so, your crystals. Get them out in the I sun don't and charge knock your crystals. Over your okay, drink. now hold up. No, it looks like it's clearing. This is quartz. Um, it has. It's excellent for harmonizing and stabilizing the environment. So okay, that's what perfect. we're doing. Definitely needs stability around here. This is carnelian. It gives courage, promotes positive life choices, and dispels apathy, motivates for success. Love it. Success. Positivity. Something we need. LFG. Rose quartz. Um, It it purifies and opens the heart. We're going to promote love and and good things. So all Canada will love the coyotes. Exactly. Dispels negativity. Okay. Then we have sodalite brings order and calmness to the mind. That sounds um, like This me. is something that we need. Yeah, perfect. Um, it enhances self-esteem, which that's what Coyotes fans all need. And then we have citrine attracts wealth, prosperity, and success. Hey, hey. That's the one. That's the one. Um, and it, it releases negative traits. It balances emotions. And then the one you can't see, my necklace, moonstone. And this is the most important one, a stone for new beginnings. Mm. Did that one have to sit out in moonlight? No, it's been sitting on my chest and my heart. Though. So that's Cry. good, though. Oh, okay. okay. And I I brought my lucky charms. <laughs> Did you bring milk? <laughs> What's that? Did you bring I milk? Lucky, she said bring lucky charms. Where's the milk? Brought lucky charms. <laughs> okay. And every little bit helps. And oh, before I arrived here, I did stop off at uh, the Coyotes draft party, which was just beginning. And I left a Shandone lawn gnome at the base did of you? the that giant good, inflatable kachina. So I did my part. Yep. I love that. I love Unfortunately, that. right now, I, I mean, there's nothing more we as a trio can do. We've done How all we can. How are you guys feeling? Weirdly positive for and, wow. and knowing me. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, you know, we have a couple of people in the room. I, I think this is where you should make your appearance, Matt. <laughs> Mac, you should let people know. Yeah, you should put, let people know what you, what's going on here. Yeah, we need the good vibes on yeah. set. Good, the good John vibes. has been bringing good vibes for like a month. Michaela is confident. Michaela, go ahead. Tell them what, tell them what you were feeling today. Guys, I get like these like feelings. <laughs> I'm like very intuitive and I have such a good feeling. Like, I don't know. I get these like good sports feelings and I feel like everything is going to work out for the Coyotes. Like, Past I'm, examples? Past examples? Um, I got a really good feeling when the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I got a really good feeling before the season started and the Avs won the Stanley Cup. I got a really good feeling. Yeah, there's just so many. Yeah, and yep. I have a good feeling today. All right. There it is. There I go. love it. It's Ride for the me. wave. Good vibes. Ride good vibes. the wave. It's going to work out. I love it. I'm it's, here it's, for it. Like, you, you, it, it, if you've been a part of watching this franchise over the last 20 years, you learn to temper those exciting thoughts and just kind of go, hang on. Let's just wait. So I'm just waiting. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just waiting. That's fair. Well, we did take okay, a- Anything you say, that I, I automatically go somewhere. 
Need to wait. Don't get excited oh too God. soon. The yep. chat's okay. already been there before don't, we even went live. Last four. Um, can't, can't do it anymore. We did do a pulse check of Coyotes fans on a poll on our Twitter this morning, and we got 1,200 votes on this poll. Um, so What's these the pulse? are the results. Where will the Coyotes finish in today's draft lottery? Barely, barely winning this poll was picks seven and eight. Yeah. Um, Two together, by the 30. way. 30.8% of the Combined. vote. Thirty point three percent of the vote number one. Wow! So it's it was pretty. You know, it was either seven, eight, or one, which I feel like is a perfect representation of the outlook of Coyotes fans. Coyotes <laughs> fans either feel yes. hopelessly op- optimistic or completely jaded and have no expectations. And then the pick six was the next highest, followed by pick two. Um, so. That's that's the pulse of the fans. Well, I went to before I came down today. It was a big deal trying to pick out what to wear, so I kind of went. I went back to the old school Coyotes mantra of scratching and clawing, and I figured that that's what this franchise has done for so many years. And I thought today would be the perfect time to pull out the scratching and clawing, because that's what needs to happen. They need to scratch and claw their way to the top of the draft lottery. I remember when Rick Tockett said that for the first time in a post-game news conference. Gotcha. And I wrote my, the lead of my story the next day was Rick Tockett may have just written the tagline for the Coyotes for the season. Sure enough, sure they start using it like crazy. There you go. remember the one before that, Hockey the Hard Way? Hockey the Hard Way. Yes. I love that t-shirt too. Yeah. Hockey yep. the Hard Way. That yep. is the Coyote way. And, and 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 all of that can change today. And all the ramifications of today and what this means for this franchise, you cannot overstate how important this could be. And and if Connor Bedard, wherever he may go, is going to make an immediate impact, more so here because of the vote, the new building, all of the things that this city, franchise, state, the state of hockey here needs would be accelerated with a player like Connor Bedard. Yes, that's what we talk about all the time. When we talk about the timeline of the rebuild, you have to stay patient. You, you can't jump the gun. You can't start going out and spending money on free agents or making trades that you shouldn't make prematurely. Hello, Phil Kessel and Taylor Hall. Um, but if you actually get lucky in the lottery, like as we've talked about, pretty much all the cup champions have done, then it can sell, accelerate the rebuild. You can speed things up maybe by a year when you inject a player like that into your lineup. I don't think he's the only one in this draft. I don't. Connor Bedard is a special player. There's there's arguments over just how impactful he will be. I don't know that he's quite Connor McDavid, but he's going to be an impactful player. But there are other guys in this draft. We'll get to all this probably later on, but I'm fascinated by how it's going to play out after Connor Bedard. Absolutely. There's there's a lot to look out for, but um, I think right now we're all focused on the next third hour of our lives essentially we're just about 14 minutes away from the lottery starting so we figured let's have some fun and let's literally put the tinfoil hats on and um theorize about what's gonna happen here and yes we actually have tinfoil hats. This is very M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> this is very M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, it is. It fits yeah. surprisingly well. Yeah. We got these well, today. By the way, with the fashion square. Picked them up. <laughs> no, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Leah watched a YouTube video, I believe, to learn how to make these. There are a lot oh, of wait, YouTube like, videos out there. Wait. Put these together in like 10 Craig, minutes, by the way. Craig, 
If you saw what it takes to make a tinfoil hat, you'd go, we gotta watch a video for that. Bloody you wrap hell. it on I'm your head admiring and you the art, okay? I'm Remember when you I... were positive on Friday? Yeah, Where but, is that? Can Where's I that? just say that I look like the, the tin man from The Wiz right now? <laughs> <laughs> that is solid. Oh my god. So, Can before you we get into this, minute, though, please? Leah. Oh, you are. There you are. Leah, do you have the odds <laughs> yes. of, the t of one? Oh my god. Just give the odds of the teams that could pick. Yeah. Connor Bedard. We do. We do have the odds. Um, we have the Tankathon odds. Shout out Tankathon really carrying us oh. through. Anaheim has the best odds to pick number one, 25.5%. Columbus, 135 to pick one. Chicago, 115 okay. to Double pick boo. one. Double boo. San Jose, 9.5. Montreal, 8.5. Double boo. Arizona, 7.5. We don't need to read the rest, but there are one, two, three, four, five other teams who can pick number one. Yep. So with worse odds than 7.5 Arizona Coyotes. Yes. Okay, let's start the conspiracy theories. Okay, I think we should start with Sean because I, I'm I, I'm already <laughs> guessing where this is going. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, as we all know, um, Alexander Ovechkin is a agent of the state of Russia <laughs> and Vladimir Putin. So what's going to happen is the Capitals are going to win the lottery. They're going to get first overall, and Putin is essentially going to force them through Ovechkin to <laughs> draft uh, Matt Vemichkov first overall. The Coyotes will move up to second, get Connor Bedard, and naturally, because I am me, the Buffalo Sabres will move up to third and get um, Adam Fantilli. <laughs> and um, then in about six to seven years, he'll get hurt, have a disagreement with the team, and request a trade, and then... <laughs> will become a uh, Arizona Coyote as well. So then we all win. All right. I love it. I love it. Who wants to go next? Go ahead. Me? All right. <clears throat> well, listen, there's a big vote coming up next week. We all know May 8th is just one of two important days in the month of May. And this is something the NHL is pretty much solely responsible for keeping the Arizona Coyotes in Arizona for all of these years. And there's just this one final hurdle to get them through next Tuesday. We are just eight days away from that vote. And what better to secure and cement the future than landing a franchise-altering player like Connor Bedard? The Arizona Coyotes are going to win this draft lottery because Gary Bettman... Will will it to be so? I'm not saying it's rigged. I'm just saying he will will it to be so. This would be the perfect, perfect prelude to the vote going through. It's time for the tides to change for Arizona. This is our year. And then they erect the statue of Gary Bettman shaking Shane Doan's hand out front of yes. the Ted. Yep. I yep. love it. I love it. That's that's good positive vibes right there. But, you know, you know where I'm going. You know where I'm from. <laughs> I'm from the city of Chicago, and I remember a very dark period in Blackhawk history. Most of the time when my dad was a season ticket holder and I was watching the Blackhawks not accomplish anything. And then they were in the draft lottery, and there was a guy named Patrick Kane. And the Blackhawks, we had the fifth worst record, and the rules at the time were you could only jump up four spots. So what happened? Of course, the Blackhawks, who had been mired in mediocrity or worse for a very long time, they won the lottery and jumped up and got Patrick Kane. We know who the Coyotes got. Kyle Turris, one of those names we don't mention around here. So what's happening this year with the Blackhawks? Well, Patrick Kane's already moved on. They traded into the New York Rangers at the deadline. Jonathan Taves is gone after this season as well. The cup era is over. It's time to rebuild again. So naturally, your beloved Chicago Blackhawks are going to leap up to number one again and get Connor Bedard and start building the next 
you know, multi-cup winner. When you look at the draft lottery, when you've had the megastar franchise-changing player, you need not go further back than Austin Matthews going to Toronto or Connor McDavid going to Edmonton. And this year, Connor Bernard will be no different. He will not make it south of the border. He will stay in Canada, which means two options. Back-to-back Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick to keep them all in Canada. Or, my conspiracy theory, the North Vancouver native stays in Vancouver, becomes a Canuck, and it is now Bedard, McDavid, and Matthews running the NHL north of the border. And that is my conspiracy theory. Wow. I actually would be okay with that. This is what? going to sound crazy yeah, it does. to wish anything kind on Canucks fans because they're lunatics is the craziest fan yeah. base in the yeah. NHL. But Vancouver has had horrific luck in the draft yeah, well, lottery. If you look at that. history, okay, because, fine. Because, I'm fine with that too. Because but. let's talk about Vancouver, Craig. When somebody broke the rules a few years ago, <laughs> i.e. the Arizona Coyotes, what happened to them in their punishment? Let's take away multiple draft picks. Uh, Vancouver breaks rules. What happened to them? $50,000 fine. Slap on the hand, $50,000 fine. Because why? Because they're going to pick first because overall. If they stole their pick, then they is. couldn't pick. Then they can't pick but... first overall. If they don't. There oh, we go. I don't like this one. Adds to the theory. I don't like it. I like mine. I should have gone last to keep you gone the, last. the vibes high. You should have gone last. Probably. Coyotes are winning. I got a question about the, uh, you know, proper etiquette with these tinfoil hats. Do you show off forehead or do you <laughs> wear it low to the brow? What's, I mean, when you have hair like me, it just kind of rests <laughs> on top, so I can't really answer. All right. Ben told us the same thing. He was literally wearing some All right, I'm taking this off. Time to come back down. Back right. down to reality. Come back down to reality, and I want to make sure we read a couple of super chats before they get lost. Um, vaguely Sober, $1.99. NHL, show us your balls. Okay, Vaguely nope. Sober. Oh, oh. Uh, sure. All Not right. going to happen, really. Charles Wendelpark, 750. Um, be good that? to us, oh mighty mystical ping pong balls. Thank you, Charles. We do need it. And we have. To clarify, he said he gave 750 for the 7.5% chance. Oh, okay. Thank you. Charles is always first. original with that. Um, so. And then we have a 2023 super chat from John, which I'm assuming is for the year 2023. Um, no mess. Oh, wait. This is my best way of willing it to happen, says John. So, Thanks, John, John. Thank you. Thank you all for. Your super chats. This is the ultimate pack therapy. Right now, we have our second screen up. We can see Connor Bedard shooting, shooting. pucks. Oh, it's he is. yeah, he, he's taunting us. Oh, now if you want, and we do recommend you flip over ESPN on a second screen too, so you can. They are showing Connor Bedard highlights right now, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is absolutely ridiculous how good a hockey player this kid is, and he does. So, does he play right away next year, Craig? Yes. Yes. Without a doubt, I agree. Yep. He's a, he's a player in the league next. And year. like uh, like when you start looking at the players that might too, I, I who else is who else is going to play in the NHL? Play? Right? I don't know. He might go back to Michigan. Well, but, but Matt Pejmichkov's not. He's definitely not coming. So when you talk about the top players, Will Smith probably not. Probably not. And crazy how Will Smith has climbed in this draft. Will Carlson probably not. Yeah. So this so there you have it's it. Bedard, and there he is. God, All does right. he look like a kid? Yeah. We should keep. Let's keep old. the vibes high. Um, we're about Good, six minutes vibes. away from the the ping pong balls flowing. So what? Let's have a wheel of fantasy moment. Okay. Um, we we're not gonna actually. Spin is this it, him? But... Like really? <laughs> yes. <It> is. <laughs> God damn. Um, wheel of fantasy. What is the best case scenario? 
You want me to let the whole thing out? Yeah. yeah. Whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Clearly you wrote something. Here's the best case scenario. No, I just got it in my head because oh, I've okay. been thinking about it I'm for ready. months. Literally months. It's going to be huge. <laughs> huge. Okay. So they move up to number one. They get Connor Bedard. <clears throat> Concerns about Matvey Michkov's ability to make it to the U.S. while playing for a, an extremely pro-Putin club lead a lot of GMs to pass on him. Yes. And suddenly, <gasps> at the number 12 pick, the Coyotes are faced with a quandary. Do you take one of the three best players in the draft, or do you take a guy that you think you're going to put in the minors for a couple of years? Well, Matvey Michkov's going to be here in a few years anyway. And as... As Corey Brown tell us, told us when he was on the show the other day, Russians all eventually make it over here. So the Coyotes draft Matt Faye Mitchkoff as well, and they get two of the three best players, maybe the two best players in this draft. That's your best case scenario. But I'm going to stop in there because the, the Coyotes have a lot of assets, as we know. They have a lot of assets. So they end up trading back into the late into the first round and they get a defenseman as well. Ooh. One of the top defensemen in this draft. So this is a watershed draft. We will look back on the 2023 draft and say that was when the Coyotes turned the corner. Is this how is this the new Pittsburgh Penguins then? Is this Malkin Crosby? <sighs> yeah, I mean Oh my god, don't even put that in my head. Well, that's it's, that's it. You got the oh, Russian relocation players. rumors, yep. needing a new arena. New I arena. mean, what happened the last time this happened? It happened yep. in Pittsburgh. Literally wrote this story when I went to Pittsburgh for the season yep. opener. Well, you Bookends. know where Pittsburgh was before Crosby Malkin? Last. Yep. And, last. Perennially and, last. And supposedly bad. moving. Bad hockey team. Moving, leaving. Bad yep. team. They're not so bad now. No. Their cup window's been open for 15 years. You just need to draft well. Yep. That's And that's, I want to point that out. I say this over and over again. There's so much credit that give has been given to teams because they got lucky in the lottery. You got a franchise player. Yep. You didn't do anything. Yep. You didn't do anything. You just got that pick. That's what turned your franchise around. I will say this, though, Craig. The difference between that and Chicago, where you get a couple of picks, Pittsburgh gets a couple of picks. The difference is the, the Edmonton Oilers got four of those picks, and they still sucked. Bill Yakupov. And they still get last. Yeah. Well, not last. Let's not put it that way. But they sure as hell don't win any cups with all those you, guys. You should not have four first overall picks. And, and, and not have dominate. any playoff success And so not far, dominate. Right? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So you do need to be able to fill in, and that's why I continually— I trust in GMBA, and I keep saying it. My, What he did, if you redrafted in one draft, if you redrafted, Cooley's number one. Yep. If you redrafted that draft. So I'm just going to put my faith in GM Bill Armstrong and go, gosh, I think he's going to draft really well. But then on top of that, let's throw in Connor Bedard and, and give him a head start because I think he can develop and surround the cast around him. Look, we had Armstrong in here, and he said if they don't get Connor Bedard, it's going to be okay. So I, I don't want everybody to put their eggs in the Connor Bedard basket. Things are going to be fine. They have two picks in the top 12. Top 13, they got two high draft picks in a very good, very deep draft. They're going to get good players. Changes the franchise or good players are very different meaning. Yes. And, and eventually, you need a couple of those guys, right? If you're going to win cups, you need a couple of those guys. Yeah, especially, especially in the lottery era. You look at every team that's won a Stanley Cup in the last... <sighs> 10 years, maybe, aside from the St. Louis Blues, every team has had nope. a one or two overall pick. So if you're going to do it in any year, and last year when the Coyotes dropped to three, we said, you know what? It's okay that they dropped to three this year because all that matters if they pick one or two next, next year. year. And here we are. It's next year. 
But so do, before you say that, Leah, yeah. they went through 82 games to get six to last. We sat here saying how imperative it was that this team gets last. So they do no worse than a bottom three pick, which is what we were looking at over a year ago. They finished with the third pick. How important was games one through 82 right now today on this very date as we sit here waiting for the balls to drop? They don't mean shit. They really don't. And that's where the frustrating point of, oh, they got that overtime win. Oh, they made it to overtime. You're paying for it today. Yep. Yeah. And that's, and again, we've, we've said this over and over again, players and coaches do not tank and I get it. I understand it's in their DNA to try and win and they're all proud of themselves when they did it, but does it matter today? Doesn't no, matter. but maybe the hockey gods are going to shine on them because that's they what didn't. we've been saying. And they we played hard it. right till the end. We said it. Well, we also said it on Manifest. every postgame show in the last third of the season. We said the words, the Coyotes have been playing well. They've been competing. They've, they've tried their hardest and they, they shall be rewarded from the hockey gods. They and shall be released. They shall. <laughs> There's a lot of Did you Did you see watching. the numbers of Aiden? Aiden ran this tankathon 500 times. Aiden. Today, <laughs> make sure you eat and, and, and go to work if you so need to go to work. So they won 44 times and moved up to number 241 times. That's 81 out of 500. And if, if Jesse was here, we could do the math. Aiden needs to be in Secaucus right now. But it's a Aiden. lot. That's, those are good numbers. But you're saying there is no representative in Secaucus. No, it's just all virtual now. Oh, I don't know where my trust level is on that. By the way, speaking well, of... Maybe that's what they needed to do to change their luck. Who knows? Speaking of... Um, I of, think they're going. Of lottery Here we stress. go. Uh, my friend is a huge San Jose Sharks fan just texted me. I'm watching this highlight take and I'm so pissed off the Sharks didn't legitimately tank for this like as we were talking about it. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, we are Yeah, it's it's about to It'll start. Take a minute, start. Um, there's a lot of you guys here watching live, so thank you. Um please like this video while you're here and a lot of people are asking where is the link to watch it if you have cable, if you have streaming, you can check out ESPN um, online or wherever you have cable um, to, to watch. So we are doing a second screen experience here um, as we await the lottery balls to go. Um, but right before we do, as ESPN is firing up for this, um, if you want to <laughs> test your luck and play some bets, I don't know if we're feeling positive about the future, uh, why not put some money on some future bets, um, some big changes with the Florida Panthers going up 3-0 on Toronto on BetMGM. They now have the best odds to win the East, which is insane. Uh, so if you want to get your bets in, you should do Matt, so you could chuck. on BetMGM yeah. and make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right. And it's been a stressful day. When I get stressed, sometimes I stress eat um, and and nothing better to stress eat than some Circle K snacks. They got the best chips. They got the best candy um, and also great gas prices. And for those of you who have stopped at a Circle K in the Phoenix area, you might have seen some familiar faces on the gas station screen. Um, 
maybe me, maybe Derek, maybe Lindsay. I don't I'm know. Sorry if it was Derek. <laughs> um, so just another great reason to check out Circle K. Uh, you might see some familiar faces there. So make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff Circle K has to offer. And right now there's a text to win promotion. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32 ounce Polar Pops, head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. We are trying to get this up on our end um, in just a second here, but everybody in the chat, pulse check, one word. How's everybody feeling? Let us know in the chat, one word to describe and how you're this. feeling. As you read those those terms, remember last year when we did this, It was there was so much confusion and all of a sudden, boom. They're going. So one of the things I want people to look for when they're watching at home, they're looking for Bill Daly unwrapping the envelopes. The first envelope that we want to see is the Calgary Flames. That's what we want to see first. Actually, Craig, it would be yes. better if we don't see the Calgary Flames first. No, we do want to see them. Because I was thinking they would have won one of the lotteries. And then, but that, no, we, we don't want that. You guys, my heart is so pounding. You might hear it in the mic. Like, I'm not kidding. Holy we want to see the Calgary Flames. If I faint on air, I need somebody to step in. Well, oh last year, and once God. they start, once they start, they start buzzing through these things. This is this is for a hockey fan. This year's draft more than any other draft. This this changes your team. Even last year's team, where we thought, oh Shane, it's Shane Wright, it, that is the change. Oh, you've got to get right. We got to get right, wrong for right. I think we got the best player in Logan Cooley at three. This is not that. This is clearly not. This that. is Connor McDavid. This is Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Ooh. Like, can you imagine one of the like <laughs> no. wearing the Kachina? No. Who seriously? What is what is the last franchise player that this that the Coyotes have had? It's Keith Kachuk, isn't it? Yeah. Mike Commodore Crazy. tweeted, Two "Folks, decades. my money is Two on the decades. Arizona Coyotes." There you go, Mike Commodore. Pack your stuff. It's time. Pack your shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh man. I will say this because I'm. We're watching on a two different feeds here whatever one's first is the one we're going to all go off of are yeah. you going to be announcing together, them, so craig What's doesn't that? spoil it like last year yeah last year craig craig was at the arena <laughs> last year. information and he would buzz Bill like Daly 30 was seconds cards. before he was two cards ahead of us it was a disaster <laughs> well coyote fans this is it whatever you have for your good luck charm hold on to it grab it tight because this is where it all changes and then you can celebrate it all with all of us in nashville Hell yeah. yeah. Come to Nashville. We're going to Nashville. Boy, We're going to Nashville. Are you going to Nashville with us? Come Heck to Nashville. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. We have a lot of fun stuff planned. Um, drinking on a boat, going to a winery, hanging out. Seems like a lot of alcohol involved. You know. It is Nashville, though. Yeah, it's going to be Mac a blast. Mac wants to go to Nashville, too, so we got to take care of that. <laughs> we got to get y'all to Nashville so that Mac can come, too. You can buy them on the website, gophnx.com. Um, in the events tab. And uh, if you're a diehard, you get a discount. So if you're a diehard, check out the tickets so you can get 20% off. One of the great perks of becoming a diehard. Um, some comments, hold on to your butts. People are saying, ah, I'm ready, anxious, having faith, content, and itchy, but that's another story. All right, excited, pumped like hell, stress, uninspired, scared, sweaty, sick, nervous, hyped, <laughs> LFG. I love the vibes in the chat. Keep it coming. We are waiting for them to start pulling these cards. Oh, my God. I'm going to literally throw up. Yeah, it, it is, <laughs> this is the part I'm where we're and I, we've been here so many times. Yep. And it just 
Don't talk about it. Don't it talk about the past. That's why you can, no, but that's why you can't get the nerves. That's why you can't get it. Just it's going to happen. Can't and control it. You can't control can't it. Can't control it. So there's no point in getting sick. I always wonder how whoever's representing the Coyotes, and clearly the GM cares one way or the other, whether they're there or not, but how you manage those emotions in situations like this. Like when, when there's a franchise player at the top of the draft and you have a chance. How do you manage your emotions? Here we go. And that how do one you is going to be show first. disappointment. Here, <laughs> Here we go. go. So it, Here when we you're go, watching DP. it, oh, it, did they go to another? Oh, oh, the there are the no balls. ping pong balls. Stop showing ping pong balls. They don't use them anymore. It's numbers. Oh, they just show actually the numbers. They just show Patty Kane. Craig, you are wrong. The numbers are on the balls. There's four sets of numbers, and the numbers are on the balls marked one through nine. Really? Did you yes. read Aaron Portsline's story? Yes. Okay, so it's on the on the. They're thing. they're numbered one through nine. They they draw those balls that make up the four digit code that goes to the formula. Okay. Oh, oh stop it! <laughs> we have balls. Nate McKinnon. Oh, Patrick Kane. Yeah, Stamkos. yeah. Steven Stamkos. Oh, what's again. what do those guys all have in common? They all they went all, number one. And they all won Stanley Cups. But so the key is when you're watching this, you want the numbers to go in order. You want the Calgary Flames card to come up first. Yes. That's what you want. Yep. If it is not first and it's Nashville, that means one of those spots is already gone. <sighs> all right. We got, is that Kevin Weeks? Kevin yep. Weeks. He's, he's standing in front. Oh That's my God, good. you guys, my watch, high heart rate. Your heart rate rose above 120 beats per minute while you seem to be inactive for 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, Apple, I'm freaking out. Call the doctor. <laughs> oh, oh, they're showing Anaheim, Columbus, and Yo, Chicago. No, wait, why aren't they showing our sure, show? Just go ahead. Well, they're showing the top three. <laughs> yeah, it's so the top three. Oh, we're going to. Listen, makes sense. if anyone is going to get number one besides the Coyotes, showing the three I hope markets it's that Columbus. are going to be disappointed. If it's not the Coyotes, I want it to be Columbus. I, I kind of do too. I, I don't want it to be Chicago for all the reasons. No, no and I don't want it to be Anaheim. Yeah. Good God. I'd rather have San Jose. Yeah, than, me too. Than Anaheim or, Same. or Same. Chicago. I don't want, yeah. I don't want Zegris and Are we talking Bedard. about that right now? Who's most deserving? Who's least deserving? Yeah, no, wait, yeah let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about wait. it. Who do you think is the most deserving aside from the Coyotes? Well, it, it clearly is. The, honestly, sincerely, I know it's the Coyotes. So if we can't say the Coyotes... It's still the Coyotes because <laughs> nobody's had more draft lottery infutility than this team. It has to be the Arizona Coyotes. That's who deserves this. Aside from them, there's just so many teams I dislike <laughs> that I don't want to win more than there's teams that I go, oh, that'd be okay. I just look at the teams that have had bad luck in the lottery repeatedly. Columbus is one of those teams, and it's hard to hate the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, I, love, the Blue Jackets. I love seeing a small market team succeed. I work up a ladder to hate the Blue Jackets. Two other teams that have had very Bad luck in the lottery, but don't evoke a lot of positive emotions from other fan bases are the Detroit Red Wings and the Vancouver Canucks. Detroit, you remember, had that epically bad year and then dropped three spots. They got screwed in that lottery. That was nuts. So Detroit, Vancouver, I would say those are other teams that are deserving at least. The teams that I want to see win this the least, the team that I grew up rooting for. It's just <laughs> weird to be in that spot. But the Chicago Blackhawks don't deserve this. They got Patty Kane and, oh, by the way, Kyle Beach. So let's not forget about that. The Montreal Canadiens just won it last year. Philadelphia moved up from 12 to 2. Do you remember when they moved up 10 mm. spots to get Nolan Patrick? Mind you, they got Nolan Patrick. Yeah. But they moved up 10 spots. You used up all your chits in one draft lottery. Sorry, Philadelphia. You don't get it either. The Coyotes have never, ever moved up. Nope. 
Thank you to uh, to to Joe Ducko on Twitter oh, for doing the math. Amazing. So the chances of the Coyotes winning at least one lottery drawing in their history. Heading into this lottery, 82.6%, which means there's only a 17.4% chance that they would never move up. Well, that's exactly that's what, what we're looking at. Right. So if the Coyotes can defy all odds in that way, why can't they hit on the 7.5%? Well, it's, it's time. And, and Joe updated those. It's, it's over 85% if they don't win this year. It's like it's, it's getting crazy. It's getting to the point where it's crazy that they haven't moved up once. So I will it's say, time. No, they go backwards. No, they go backwards. <laughs> I, I will say this, that Craig and Connor Bedard have similar art behind them for their, yeah, their headshots. Yeah, their at-home shot. Craig's got a Picasso original. I'm not sure what that is, but somebody could probably try to Picasso original. It's so bright in his home, and he's wearing well, of a course. black. He's got the all-white uh, back background. Oh, They're showing us the, the odds right now. Don't tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. There you go. Woo. Let's go. All right. Well, here's the rules. They're going over now. So two drawings for 16 teams that did not make the playoffs. Teams can only move up a max of 10 spots. If a team in the 12 to 16 range wins the first drawing, the first pick will remain with the Anaheim Don't want to see that. Don't want to see that. So we're going to start to see a lot of stuff. And someone on Twitter also mentioned one of the first things we want to see as well is the Ottawa Senators stick at number 12. 12. Yes. Because we do not want to see the Ottawa Senators jump into the top five. That is a top five protected pick. The Coyotes would not get that pick. In that case. So that's the way we want things to go as this unfolds. We want to see the cards tumble as they, they come up. We want Calgary to go first, all the way up to number 12, Ottawa. Yeah. That's what we want to see. Ottawa's happen. had good fortune in this lottery. Here it is. Bill Daly is at the podium. So it's time to start. Here we go. And once these things start rolling, they start rolling. So they we're do. looking for the Calgary Flames off the top. That's what we're looking for in the 16th spot. They were the first team here we go. to be oh, eliminated. Number 16. Number 16. <clears throat> number 16. Here we go. Please be the Calgary Flames. Oh, Calgary. Calgary Flames. All right. Good start. Good That's start. That's a good start. So far, need, so good. There's Don, Don Maloney. Maloney. Former Don. Coyote GM Don Maloney. Like, oh, yeah, great. Don's going to look great at 80, huh? Yeah. It, isn't he 80 right now? And now we're looking for 15. Nashville at 15. We're Come rooting on. for the... Come on. Nashville Stick. Predators at 15. Stick right there. There oh, we yeah. go. There we go. There we go. Good. All good so far. David Poyle. Love the, love not, the, the framing on that retiring one, David, David Poyle. Poyle. So we're going to go quick. Now, 14, we're looking for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, to stay this in This is where the 14. conspiracies start. This is where it starts. This is where the conspiracies start. So if it's oh, Buffalo... Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. All good still. All good. All good. So we need two more to fall in place. Oh, that's we need a nice Buffalo. little placement for wow. those guys. We need Buffalo to fall in next. All Buffalo right. sorry, and Sean, then we need Ottawa. Buffalo here. So the next two we need to stay in place. Looking for sorry DP, but we want to see the Buffalo Sabres at 13. Ooh. Buffalo. Oh. All, right. All right, this is a big one. This is the Ottawa. Big one. This Another is a former big one right Coyote, here. Coyote player, Kevin Adams. Um Ottawa, this is huge. This is huge because this is If you're is a ahead pe- of us, don't spoil it in the chat, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please. No, it's okay. I'm not looking. No. Come on, so this, We want to see the Ottawa centers because this guarantees this the Coyotes big. a pick. Nice. Yes. That's a huge pick for the so Coyotes have for guaranteed sure two picks in the top 12. Look, they just showed Bill Armstrong. So 100% the Coyotes are huge. picking And you remember 12. how how they... Because of them moving up, that puts them into the top five, which means it's protected and yep. they don't get the pick. So that's huge. Coyotes are not guaranteed two picks in the top 12 of this Number draft. 11. Vancouver. Give Vancouver. Us Vancouver. Give us Vancouver. Vancouver. With Vancouver. Stick with the Canucks. Yes. Oh. There it is. <laughs> She's getting tight now. <laughs> All right. St. Louis, Louis Blues are up next. Come on. St. Louis on the clock. with St. Louis. 
Come on, baby. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis at number 10. St. Louis Blues. Come on, St. Louis. Come on, St. Louis. All right. So far, so good. Wow. So far, so good. Wow. Well, this is one of the conspiracies we had coming up was the Detroit Red Wings coming in and making a big jump. They're they're next at number nine, Detroit Red Wings. So we're looking for the winged wheel at nine. And it's Detroit. Oh, my goodness. We're going according to script so far. Okay, we're moving into the first place the Coyotes can drop. Yep. So yeah. So if we see it, oh, uh, this is at coming in at number eight. Oh, please. Did they go no, back no, two no, spots? Nope. Nope. They did not. It stays at Washington. Okay. All right. So they did not jump two spots, which is good because so Coyotes have fallen two this spots next before. One we should is worrisome because the Coyotes have the best odds of picking seven, seven. 41.4%. So and we want to see this is a huge hurdle to get this over is the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh my gosh. So they now, now we need to look they at Daddy Brio. So this is All the right, first they the have not dropped. Not drop. They've held serve, this which they've it. done a bunch of years. This is it. Now, Do not now we need some magic. Card. Now show we need some magic. Is it Bill the Arizona Daly. Coyotes? We need or some magic, Bill Daly. Come on, Bill. No! God damn it. God damn it. Sad. God. Sad. Just silence. Just utter signs. Oh. I really thought this was the year. I thought this was the year. Wow, Montreal is going at five. In Montreal at five. Oh my God! Has if the Chicago Blackhawks are going to get is, it, this according, is the weirdest have we ever lottery had a lottery ever. that has ever gone according to script completely? No, not completely from top to bottom. Uh. Six and twelve. Four San Jose Sharks are up next on the clock. This is crazy. Crazy. And then we'll take a pause before the top three, won't we? Yeah, we will. I'll have a commercial break. It's oh my according God. To this, this is insane. Is crazy. So Chicago, those three teams that we Columbus. just saw. Columbus, Chicago, Columbus, my and Columbus, and I'm. Oh my God! Do not show me the. Nobody black. moved up. This Nobody is has moved up. This is so. As so f- I go to commercial. I, I'm going to go with with what Craig said is the conspiracy theory. This is the league. Waiting down the balls for the Chicago Blackhawks, who are now one of the big TV markets. They've lost their number one and two players. They lost Patrick Kane. This they is lost the Taves. Lottery ever. And now it's their it time to 12. replenish those. And if they do win, that's a conspiracy. And we've said it for six months that that's who's going to win this thing. Just a reminder: Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, Matthew Mitchkov, Leo Carlson, Will Smith, and uh, everybody else. Everybody and guess else. who's everybody else? Number six, so, Arizona Coyotes. All those wins, all those wins. Was it worth it? I don't know. It kept us happy for 82 games. But I will say that Coyotes don't have to worry about the Capitals taking Matvey Mishkov, right? Or do they? <laughs> well, Matvey Mishkov is probably. We'll talk good. about we'll that see. in a minute. I'm curious about that one now. Uh, okay. Ideal scenario for me, it's that, Columbus number one, Anaheim two, Chicago three. Yes, that's what I want to see. Yes, I agree with that. So now the, the question is I'm going Ill. to be, and I, and I know we've talked about this on the show too, is what, what are we going to look at for draft picks from six to eight? There are some good players. Yep, there are good players. There aren't great players. There's good players. I think the best defenseman of the draft you're looking at in that spot. In, mm, in, in, in six. Defense. In six. I think you can get the best defenseman in the draft at six. You can, Yeah, you can if you want to make that move at that point. I'm not sure that the best defenseman 
is the sixth best prospect in this draft, though? Uh, it's going to be a tough one. This is yeah, a tough David one because Reinbacher. like the top five, and Mitch is, is an unknown, right? He could fall, and yeah, then you fall to six. Then and you then face you a quandary there if you're, yeah, you're Bill him. Armstrong. Do you take him at six? I take him at six. I might. If he's I might. at six, I take him. He is one of the three he's, best players in this draft. He's, a, he's one of the three best players in the world. He's been ranked as high as two at times. I take him at number six if he's available. I think I might too. I think I might too. Just you always say your so philosophy the is the best player available. Will somebody take a chance on him before six? going to be interesting because if you if the coyotes do this and i just if 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 he is your kirill kaprizov yep he is and he's a better player than kirill kaprizov was at his time crazy pure goal scorer yeah yes i just got the high heart rate message again high heart rate is no and longer see, high look at uh artanov said that they that the rumor is montreal likes dvorsky better and dvorsky's one of those that's a fringe guy six dvorsky better than who mitch god but they might take him up for the reasons we mentioned at four. You might not take a chance on Mitch Cobb at four. But somebody said, um, where, did, where did I read it? Oh, Will Smith is ours if Montreal wants So Joe, Joe Ducco just updated, by the way. It's now official, so I'll update for 2023. <laughs> the Coyotes have never moved up in a draft lottery in their history. The chances of that happening, only 14.8%. That's unbelievable. Insanity. Unbelievable. Well, I, I, I will say... Staying even keel throughout this process has left me feeling pretty. Just lose a couple more games. Yeah, that's frustrating. And that's and and there were nights that we sat here and we were angry and I was mad. And and we said, what are you doing? And all they had to do was get last. And you look at it. And then they would have been picking. I'm going to say it again. Fantilli or Carlson. I'm going to say it again. Or Will Smith. I'm going to say it again. Why did you pick up Connor Ingram? To me, that changes everything. That was the one piece that could have got you. You'd have been playing Prozvatov for half of your games now. Mm. Look at all of the points that Connor Ingram brought to this team. And I, I love the kid. I, it's great. Here we go. Back, all right. Here back we go for it. the top three. So now, conspiracy theorists, they're not going to pull the Chicago Blackhawks now. And this this, this will be the Sharks? This better be the Blackhawks. No, the Sharks already went. This better oh, be um, the Blackhawks right here. Columbus. That's all I got to say. This better be the Blackhawks. Oh, oh my God! God. The Blackhawks and I'm sick. Are what you kidding me? Uh, and what are the guys at CH just said? Oh, we're going to get last. We're going to get last. They still have NHL talent on the team. Tave Kane played for this team for the entire year. Are you out of your mind? So you're looking at Fantilli. At worst, right, Fantilli's Anaheim going to has Chicago. To fucking win because I. Yeah, cannot- but do you want him going there either? Trevor Zegers, Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard, Trevor Zegers, Troy see, Terry. I'd rather see a Western hockey market like the Anaheim Ducks and the number one pick. The franchise Here it is. Player. Anaheim, Anaheim, Anaheim. If it's Chicago, I'm throwing up. The Chicago Blackhawks are picking first in the 2023 draft. The Chicago Blackhawks are picking first in the 2023 draft. A team that has won the cup. How many times, Craig? Three, they won three times with Three Patrick times Kane. with Patrick Kane. And, oh, by the Jonathan way, Kyle Tate. Beach. I'm sick. Have we mentioned Kyle Beach? I'm sick. They have now had the top pick twice. Once got them three cups. Your freaking tinfoil hat. 
I'm st literally stunned, <laughs> like literally stunned at the percentages. What, what were their chances at Liam Merrill? 11.5. So goes to show you all of those points that everybody was like, oh, I'm so glad they made it to overtime. But are you now? Yeah. And I said, remember this day when they win a game in November that no one's going to care about now. Do you remember the standings right now, Craig? Look how happy no. he is. Well, do you remember the standings? Nope. He, this they don't GM matter. was on the borderline sorry. of getting fired, Kyle sorry. Davidson. Sorry, this, this Andre Turney, sorry, all Coyotes players, but yeah, your your wins didn't matter. You just missed out on a franchise player. This is bullshit. This is multiple franchise players. This unfolded. I mean, obviously, worst case was the Coyotes <clears throat> falling more than six. Yeah, so but six. if sticking at six, this was my worst so case scenario. Here, here's here's the lesson learned. When you have a generational player, and by the way, that's every generation, so it's not going to happen again for a generation. Lose. And if you start to win better than you were planning, trade some guys. Don't sign new guys. <sighs> Mix up the locker room. Have a scandal. Do something so that a day like today, you're picking your guy. God damn it. It's, it's just, I don't know how hard it is to get last. I think, Craig, you and I could GM this team in the last. I think we could. Like, it's just Why so no? I could. I have no ability as a GM at all. Well, so. the, 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 it's just frustrating that I know those little wins. Oh, that was nice. That we no, it's not nice. I wanted to have a top three player, and now you don't. Unbelievable. So I want to put my frustration aside now and say Bill Armstrong sat here and said there will be a good player at 6 through 10. There's a Coyotes have picks at 6 and 12. If they hit on both of those players at 6 and 12 and get a good player at 6 and 12, this will be a successful draft. It will be. There are good players. Connor McDavid was the best player of his generation and has yet to make it to the Stanley Cup final. Mm. So there is still hope. You need to hit on those two picks, though. So let's hope their, let's hope their development staff, their scouting staff is, is prepared and they've got the right guys. And I know we're going to get a chance to talk to Bill Armstrong in a little bit uh, about how he feels about this. Um, One team in this entire draft lottery changed positions. One. One team. And it was? The Chicago Blackhawks. That is, I'm, of all the teams, of all the teams, what they, I, I'm sorry, like, I feel bad, I, I feel sick for, I don't know, the Kyle Beach situation. Yeah. The fact that, and I know it's, it's just. Okay. I know it's just random, but th this is bullshit. But, but, but Leah, let's go back to what Craig said now. Earlier in the show, he said that now all of a sudden, Chicago Blackhawks are for real right now. Instantly. Yep. Instantly. Connor Bedard comes in there. Seth Jones, who was an albatross there, is now, oh, hey, Chicago's the place to go. Chicago's the place to be. Is that because of their general manager, Davidson? Did he nope, do anything? he did nothing. No. He, he got a team that was supposed to be a playoff team into last. So now he looks like a genius? Are you out of your mind? And that's what's so frustrating here is now this team has just propelled themselves into the stratosphere of guess who? The Colorado Avalanche now. So now the Central Division next year is oh, Dallas. The fucking Central Division. Chicago. Yeah, guess who's in the Central? <laughs> the Coyotes. So guess who's going to get last next year when it doesn't matter? The Arizona Coyotes well, are going to finish last next year. Macklin Celebrini. Yeah, Macklin Celebrini is a good player. You are an Arizona Coyote. They're not going to get last. Who are we kidding? They're not going to get last. But they don't, they don't finish last. They don't. They don't get the message. They don't get the memo. This was the year. We've known it for how long that this was the year. Craig. I gotta. I gotta go, guys.
All right. We'll see you soon, Craig. <laughs> Craig is so disgusted. He's walking off. Just kidding. Um, he's going to go talk to Bill Armstrong. And then Bill Armstrong will be joining us live here shortly. So stay tuned. Um, again, if you're just getting here, hit the like button on our video. We need it. Now it's time to move into path yeah. therapy mode. Um, yeah, I'll switch. And, I got a kill lifter going, so yeah. I'll be okay. So, like I said, stick around. GMBA will be calling in shortly so we can ask him everything that I know people have been, <laughs> I'm sure, dying to know. Obviously, he's not going to tell us who they're going to pick, but we'll ask him about this scenario. Um, but before we talk a little bit more, at least, PD, I have something to look forward to, and that is our mountain mics delivery tomorrow because yep. I'm going to need some pizza and wings after this. Um, man, I look forward to our mountain mics deliveries every other week because they just have such good pizza. Um, and especially tomorrow, I'm going to need it. Nothing like little pizza and day after getting disappointed. Um, so if you want to try out mountain mics, you can head over to mountainmikespizza.com or check out their Mesa Chandler or Tucson locations to place your next order. And as a reminder, now diehards can get a $50 voucher upon signing up. So just another perk to becoming a diehard. Um, and if you want to sign up to be a diehard, do so at gophnx.com slash diehard. Tons of perks. You can read all of Craig's diehard only pieces on the website. Um, you can get 20% off all of our merchandise and events as well. And right now in our PHNX locker, we have a great deal going on. Phoenix Suns, at least, um, have won their last two games to even the series up. And all of our shirts are buy one, get one half off in the PHNX locker right now. So if you want to channel your frustration about the Coyotes into maybe cheering for the Suns, check out the phnxlocker.com. There's some amazing, amazing merch in there. And like we said, we hope that you'll come to Nashville with us. I know we're all feeling a little disappointed that they're only picking six, but they're going to get two amazing players in the top 12 we're going to have an amazing time. Like I said, pontoon boat, winery, um, meetups, watch parties, go to the draft, go to Nashville. Um, you want to go to Tootsie's with Petey? I will be at Tootsie's. Come hang out with us. It's going to be so much fun. So if you're a diehard, you get 20% off on all merchandise and events. Just one of the perks of becoming a diehard. So we hope that you become one. All right. Have you uh, thought any more about how you feel, or, or no? I, I am. I am genuinely. Black is blowing up. Because I am genuinely frustrated and, and unhappy about Chicago getting that pick. I, I genuinely am. Um, and we talked about all the reasons why it's frustrating, but this doesn't mean that the Coyotes can't get into the playoffs and win a Stanley Cup. It doesn't mean that. No. But it just means they don't get that pick. That's all. Listen. I would rather have this situation unfold and have the vote go through next week than yeah. the Coyotes win and that fail. Like if if this has to be the, the one thing, the one hurdle to get to that, I'm fine with that. Because okay. next week is far more important for the long-term future of this team. But you look, and, and again, here's, here's where I want to give team people hope. I keep saying that I think the Dallas Stars are a Stanley Cup contender this season. Fair? Mm-hmm. They might lose to Seattle. They might. And they might lose to Edmonton. But they're a Stanley Cup contender. And you look at their roster and you look at their best players. Their number one forward, their best forward, led the team in points. Their go-to guy is Jason Robertson. Jason Robertson is a second-round pick. He was picked 39th overall. Jake Ottinger, the number one goalie left in the playoffs. And I know he didn't play great last game, but I still think he's the best goalie left in the playoffs. He was picked 26th overall. 
So there are opportunities to get really good players if you do it right. So this isn't just, oh, you you, you got this guy, you, you got Bedard, and you're going to win because we've seen it with McDavid. Yeah. Not winning, right? We've also so, seen it, sorry to say, but with Buffalo picking second and not winning. Right. Sorry to say, but yep. it's true. Um, and that brings us to the fact that the Coyotes are picking six overall. Um, and you know what? There have been some really good picks at six, Petey. Um, there have been? So we have the list here. So at six, we should look at who's been good. In the lottery era, um, and this is our opinion, the top five, number six overall picks in the lottery era. First up, Matthew Kachuk. By the way, best player right now, the leading candidate for the Conn Smythe Trophy, the best player Heard in the playoffs. Him? Matthew Kachuk. picked that. What number? Six. Six. Um, leading candidate for the best player in this year's playoffs. Like, almost single-handedly dragged the Florida Panthers. 100%. He's to pulling the rope. Where they are right now. Yep. So you get the right guy at six, and you can have success. Next Who up, else? Mika Zibanejad. Drafted carried by his Ottawa, team. Now playing for the New York Rangers. Rangers. Carried his team to the Eastern Finals a year ago. Not a bad player. Next, someone all Coyote fans are familiar with, Oliver ekman Larson was a six overall pick. And I know this is now a little bit tainted, um, just given how things ended here and, and where he is in his career now. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on Took his OEL. team to the Western Conference in 2012 and was one of the yep. offensive leaders of that team. He was. Yep. And, and I don't know if his trajectory of his career followed exactly the way he thought they would, but he is a heck of a hockey player. Another one, Miko Koivu. Um, he was picked sixth overall by the Minnesota Wild. Um, he played 1,000 NHL games. Had 711 points in those games. And then the other one, um, Scott Hartnell. I think a lot of people know him. Drafted six overall by Nashville at the time, which I don't even think I knew. Um, but he played a huge role in getting the Philadelphia Flyers to their Stanley Cup final, right? When they played the Chicago yes. Blackhawks. But do you have... This is just... In this era, do you yep, have, I have the a other list. list? Yep. So, and I get it. That that's during that's the lottery, the era. lottery era. But there are some unbelievable players. Okay, ready for them? Six. I am ready for them. Peter Forsberg. Peter Forsberg. Do you know he won a cup with the Colorado Avalanche? Uh, yeah. Phenomenal player. Joe Sakic, Peter Forsberg. Those two together, phenomenal players. He was picked sixth overall. Huh. Ready? Yes. Phil Housley. Hall of Famer Phil Housley, Buffalo Sabre, played in the NHL when he was 18 years old out of Minnesota High School. Yeah, Minnesota. I said Minnesota. <laughs> Hall of Famer Phil Housley picked at six. Who else? Paul Coffey. Who? <laughs> Paul Coffey, one of the best defensemen to ever play in the National Hockey League, won multiple cups with the Edmonton Oilers, picked at what number? Number six. Paul Coffey picked at six. So those are three pretty good players so far. More. Is there more? Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson, another outstanding player of Chicago Blackhawk history. There are some very good players picked at six. So do not despair, Coyote fans, because someday we'll be sitting back here 20 years from now going, remember when Bill Schlebicki got drafted by the Coyotes <laughs> sixth overall? Well, there you go. He was sixth. You can still have successful teams if you pick right at 6 and 12. This draft could change this team because we talked about Dallas in that year. They picked a 26 and 49 changed their life they also got Miro Heiskin in at three but that draft got a forward a defenseman and a goalie in the first two rounds changed their franchise and look we talked to Corey Promen last week and we said if you can redraft the 2022 
draft, he's picking Logan Cooley either at one or two. So if you want to look back and maybe even consider Logan Cooley a one or two overall pick in that year, like if the Coyotes got the second pick, yeah, let's just say they might have picked Logan Cooley. I there. think they would have. So we can we can possibly consider Logan Cooley maybe being a top two pick. Yep. History will will tell. Um, just based on even all of these names we read, like who knew these players who were going to be great? Because we've also seen some horrible picks at number one, and I'm not saying Connor Bedard is going to yeah. be that, um, but we have. Like, you just th- this is the most complete scouting staff the Coyotes have ever had, and Bill Armstrong we trust, and this is what they've been preparing for this entire year. It's disappointing. Um, I know we're all feeling very disappointed. I am. Um, I think I'm honestly I'm feeling right now I feel my disappointment that Chicago is picking first is outweighing my disappointment that the Coyotes stayed at six. I agree and I agree and I think honestly the Coyotes deserve six because that's where they finish and that's the way life goes but for Chicago with all they've mired and muddled through and how they screwed up the cap after their cups and the just the disaster that that franchise has become for them to be rewarded with this is really frustrating and you're right so that part's it's tougher for me to watch that they had what one or two bad years and now they're going to go right back um to being a playoff contender that's frustrating to me and and when you watch the coyotes my fear is next year's going to be worse next year's going to be tough and i and i think for a lot of the reasons we've talked about they the goaltending with Ingram and how well they played. They hit the right free agents that were good guys that were on the end of their contract trying to get traded, like Busa, Gossis Bear. That may not happen next year. And, and now you're looking at a team that's going to struggle mightily next year again. And when does this end? Like when when does this futility end? And I know there's a lot of good players. And I said on I was on talking to people today and you still look at Cooley and Geeky and Gunther and Michelli and JJ Mosier. And there are so many good pieces to this team. This draft is not the end all be all. It isn't. And I'll tell you the other thing, when we get to the draft in Nashville, you're going to sit there and watch the first round. I guarantee it. And you can mark it right now. You're going to see 31 teams. Is it 32? 32. I was close. You're going to see 32 teams go, yeah, we got our guy. I have yet to go to a draft and say, oh, we didn't get our guy. Every, every, well, did you see the NFL draft last week? How many people are jumping down? I got the, the right tackle from Iowa. Really? You know that guy's going to be a player? You don't know. Like just, They're 18. They're 17. Exactly. And so 18. relax because everybody's going to love their guy. Let's redo it in three to five years. And I believe that with the number of picks they have in the first three rounds over the next three years, this franchise can still be on a path to turn around to be a perennial playoff team. I just do. Okay. Well, from someone negative, I appreciate the positive sentiment. I think that's just reality. And, yeah. I, and I am frustrated they didn't get it. I am frustrated. And I think this is the sentiment every year that you just, you wait for this day. It's like Christmas morning. You've waited all year for it, and you didn't get what you asked for because Santa sucks sometimes. And that's the way this feels with, with the lottery draft. It just feels like you didn't Santa get your Christmas sucks presents. sometimes. You didn't get what you asked for. And you know what? That's okay. Um, I have a couple other notable six overall picks to share with you uh just because i'm trying to bring bring it up not just for everyone but for myself as well um jamie drysdale still prospect 2020 six overall pick and i'm defenseman love him by the way how about calder winner moritz cider cider was a six 2019 so these are recent number sixes 
Um, Pavel Zaka, New Jersey, yeah. 2015. Sean Monahan, 2013. Sean Monahan was a key part of the Hampus Calgary Flames for years. Hampus Lindholm, huge player. Yeah, I, 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 there are, and he had a great run with the Boston Bruins this year, by the way. Hampus Lindholm was one of the guys that drove them from the back end. You see, and here's what was common a lot of those guys you just named defensemen. Yeah. Coyotes need defensemen. Because when you look at this team and what they do not have in their cupboards is a defenseman. We talked about their defenseman depth a lot during this season. And one of the areas that falls short. I know we've got the young guys. We've got J.J. Moser had a great year at the back end. They've got the um, Yusuf Alamaki. Craig left his phone and Craig, it is ringing. Like, really? <laughs> really? Is that, is that a, is that a professional journalist right there? But, but what the point is, and you've seen how stocked these teams are for um, – You've seen how stocked these teams are, and 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 the, the top of this draft is forwards. It just is. It's a lot of centermen. It's a lot of big centermen. So for the Coyotes to take the best defenseman available at six is not a bad idea. No. And there are good good defensemen. And when we get our draft experts coming on, we're going to talk about the best defensemen coming up in this year's draft. Yeah. And I think. It's um, David Ryan. So yeah. so Corey Promen, um, his rankings that he put out last week, his highest rated defenseman is David Reinbacker. Um, he is it's a Swiss defenseman. He's six foot two. Yeah. 185 pounds. Shoots right. Um, he's projected top of the lineup player. If you look at the defensive depth of this Coyotes team, it is not. It's thin. It's, it's, it's not great. Yep. I mean, Valimaki and Moser are both really young. Soderstrom, we haven't decided if he could be an everyday NHL player yet. And beyond that. The guys that are filling holes right now are just filling holes, and that's Nemeth and Brown, and they're not going to be here when this rebuild is over. They need to start getting some defensive depth because guys like PJ, PJ you know, Joseph that they looked at having, um, Capabianco, um, Danine, a lot of these guys that were part of it are not there. So they need to start stocking the covers at the back end, and I think at 6-12, and 12, you're going to have an opportunity to get a really good defenseman. Even at 12, you're going to get a good defenseman because it is so top-heavy with forwards. So there is still really good hope here. So just, again, grain of salt, it sucks. Didn't get one of those top three that I think are really going to make a difference, but there's going to be a lot of conversations between now and the end of June on Matt Bay Mitchkov and really what teams are going to take a chance on Matt Bay Mitchkov because there are players... Like we talk about Will Smith, would you take Will Smith right now ahead of Matvey Mitchkov, knowing that Will Smith's ready to play for you? The answer is probably yes. It's not impossible that Mitchkov falls to the Coyotes. It's, I, I really it's believe it's also that. not impossible. Like someone said, like if if Montreal, let's just say, was interested in Dvorsky, like we've seen teams go completely off script. And you know, we talked to Corey Promen, Chris Peters, Craig Button, Bob McKenzie. They have their order. But the Coyotes, for example, when they took Barrett Hayton, like that was off. Or when they took Blake Wheeler, that was off script. So a team ahead of the Coyotes can go off script. Like yep. my gut's telling me somehow the Coyotes end up with Will Smith because it's been it's a joke that we've been making for like five months. Yeah. Will Smith, you are an Arizona Coyote. And now like we would be thrilled for that to be true which is the irony of the whole thing um we just don't know we just don't know how things are going to unfold it's going to make our conversations with you know i think chris peters is the next guy we're going to talk to it's going to make these conversations really really interesting yeah and i think you're right it, it is funny because i wonder what i remember when they took um blake wheeler at five he's a minnesota high school kid out of breck high school no one no one knew I, I had the I had the hockey news guide in front of me during that draft. Literally, he was not in it. Like not 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 like in the top ten, top fifty. He wasn't in the book. They went so far off the map. 
first of all, they were right. It was a great pick. It's just they didn't couldn't get them signed. So that part kind of was unfortunate. Um, but you're you're there might be, you never know, somebody may go off script because of the Matt Bay Mitchkov. They might. Yeah. Or we talk about drafting needs. Maybe that defenseman does go higher. Well, like just like last year when the Devils drafted Nemec, I think a lot yeah. of people were surprised. Um, and and at the time we were like, oh my God, Shane Wright, Shane Wright. could end up with the Coyotes, yeah. but they ended up with Logan Cooley, which I think we're all happy about. But like the these things can happen. Like you yeah. never know. Yes. You never know. Yeah. And happens. now the speculation can start as we start to get we start to get guys like this. We're going to bring in all of these, you know, Craig Buttons coming in and we're going to get guys to come in and talk to us about who's out there. We are going to have to just just like the Coyotes are going to do. We have to start zeroing in who's available five to ten. And, and they are Bill told us they do it in tiers and they go, OK, here's where we're going to pick. Now that they know where they're going to pick, they can hone in on those guys in those areas. Because the reality is Chicago Blackhawks have no thinking on who they're going to draft now. It's Connor Bedard. That's it. Done. They have the next month off. Well, the Coyotes don't. They've got to figure out who is best in that tier. They're going to have a list. They'll have four players in that list. It's going to be a short list at six because they'll say, if one of these guys falls, we're taking them. And I still think Matt Bay Mitchkov may be one of those guys that falls to six. I still believe that. And to Craig's point, he might fall farther than that. I Sorry, I just don't even have words. I just are. We have an all city slack um, that includes our friends at DNVR and CHGO, and they just sent the CHGO guys reacting. I, I don't want to see. And you know it. what? I like I like I like those guys. I really yeah. do. Um, but but, uh, but but why not us? Jay, Greg, Mario. So sorry. Are they staying at the? We're all staying together at, in Nashville. That's and we're all staying be, together in Nashville. That's going to be fun. I'm proposing, and I'll, I'm going to go in with the DNVR guys, and I think I have some buy in here. I think we should make them stay in a tent. <laughs> Are you in, DP? <laughs> they can stay 100%, on the roof. 100%. They can stay in a tent in the backyard. I won't make them be in the front yard. They have to stay in a tent in the backyard as punishment. As punishment. Listen, if if the Coyotes won and they said you need to stay to, in a tent, sure. We'd have to. Yep. I'm exactly. staying in a tent. Gotta stay in a tent. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Oh, boy. Uh, well, as a reminder. Do you know sign language from Craig? Because Craig's trying to tell us something. I have no idea what he's trying to tell us. No, I don't. Craig gets in a different zone he, at times. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, we are awaiting soon, hopefully, uh, GM Bill Armstrong will be calling in. Um, not sure exactly when yet, but I promise you he for sure is calling in. So definitely stay tuned. Hit the like button on this video while we wait and uh, maybe crack open a Four Peaks beer in the meantime. I What's just it? did. You're, oh, you're on to yeah, Kit Lifter? Yeah. Um, that, that's going to help get us through these next few weeks here. Four Peaks, thank goodness for them. We have a fridge stocked full of them here and they have a lot of really great stuff going on right now at the four peaks h street pub starting today four peaks for teachers teacher appreciation week it starts on may 8th thank a teacher and nominate them to win grants four peaks swag and a grand prize of a custom makeover of their teachers lounge at school you can go to four peaks for teachers.org to nominate a teacher or donate i love that definitely definitely nominate a teacher you can also check out four peaks brew or four peaks pub on Instagram to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Um, we were just watching the lottery, which I'm trying to push aside, on ESPN, which is carried by Fubo TV PD, and a lot of the NHL playoff games are on Fubo TV. 
Um, so if you're wondering how the heck do I watch as many people in the chat were earlier, Fubo TV, it's a great place to do that. 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device. There's a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Um, you can watch your local teams while traveling, which is what makes it so great. We got the Suns playoff run on ESPN. Um, and tons of other sporting events as well. So you can watch the Suns with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo. Can I say something? Yes, you may. So I started to look, and it was just perfect timing that Craig came back and sat down with us. I went back and looked at the this year's lottery winner Chicago Blackhawks draft history over the last decade. You know what? They suck at this draft. And, <laughs> and, I, and, and hear, hear me out. I don't know. I've heard a lot of good things about Kevin Korczynski. Hasn't played yet. Frank Nazar hasn't played yet. So they had three first-round picks last year. Korczynski's supposed to be a really good player. Yeah, yeah, so we don't know yet. The year before that, they picked Nolan Allen in the first round. Has yet to play a game. The year before that, they picked Lucas Reichel, who finally played some games this year. He's played 32 games. But that was in 2020. If you want to go before 2020, 2020. That's not pretty recent, right, Craig? Yep. Go to the first-round picks. Kirby Doc. Does he play there? Nope. Um, Adam Boquist, he played there? Nope. Nicholas Bedoin, he played there? Minor leaguer. Henry Jokey Harju? Nope. Buffalo. Um, no first-round picks in 2016. No two first-round picks in 2015. Nick Schmaltz, does he play there? Nope. 2014, 2013, Ryan Hartman? Nope. Tevo Vinen? Nope. nope. Oh, painful one. So guess what? You know how far back you have to go, Kevin Hayes? No. They suck. At picking guys in the draft, why are we rewarding them, giving them first? <sighs> I could go off on this one for a long time. And, no, I'm not. And, I'm and not going to go. Know, with I grew up a Blackhawk fan. Yeah. This was my team and, until the Kyle Beach scandal. And he was a first round pick, by the way, in 2008. <clears throat> Again, this is the only team that moved up in the draft, the only team that changed position. Obviously, they bumped Anaheim and Columbus. That's probably Bill Armstrong it calling is, it the show right now, which was probably a good thing to get me off of my <laughs> yeah, rant. Yeah. Of and you can start us off here, Craig. The Blackhawks are getting rewarded. Yeah, we'll, 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 we have a lot to talk about this week um, coming up, but I'm happy that we are going to be joined by Coyotes general manager, Bill Armstrong. Let's welcome him into the show. His first time calling in in a while. Normally he's here in the seats um, with us, but uh, Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Uh-oh. we have to hit publish, Sean. <laughs> Hold on Hold one on second, one Bill. Second, one second. All right. Can we you hear us? Enough? Oh, no. Uh-oh. It says, will unmute. Did you publish? <laughs> hmm. Okay, try again. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Oh, oh, gotcha. There we go. go. There we we go. got you now. Sorry right, about that. Sorry about there that. we go. Sorry, Thanks Bill. Thanks so much for joining. Uh, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's my pleasure. Always uh, love coming on. Bill, we, we got a chance to chat just a moment ago on the Zoom call where we address reporters, but for our audience, can you sort of capture the emotions of the moment? There's there's a lot going on here because there were obviously two picks and a lot of possibilities. So what are you feeling right yeah. now? Well, we're very grateful on the fact that we're going to get Ottawa's pick. Um, that's, uh, you know, there was some risk in the pick in the sense that when you make the trade, you know, we have the ability to, you know, we thought would be somewhere between 17 and 12, which is really good value, plus two seconds attached. Um, then you come up to that pick and you're like, wow, you know, you know, <laughs> you get kind of nervous because the fact is, you know, uh, it could flip to the following year and Ottawa's, uh, you never know where that pick's going to land. It's unprotected, but 
there's a lot of uncertainty. So for us to get the 12th pick, that's that's great. Um, that that gives us great value on the trade. We're really excited about that. We're going to get a good player uh, at, at 12. So that's that's an exciting thing. I think your emotions once you get past that point, you know, and you're going up in the lottery, you're like, wow, no teams have moved. Hey, we got a shot here, you know. And uh, unfortunately, when they flipped the card over at six, uh, we were on it. Uh, so, but the good news to that is that we didn't move back. Um, we stayed at six and twelve, and that's an exciting. Listen, there's there's some money makers. There are some hell of, uh, hockey players that are there that we're really excited about as a staff that we have a chance to get. So, um, that's that's the exciting part. Um, I'm sure we would have liked to, you know, shock the world by getting one. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, the lottery balls didn't fall our way. So we'll just have to do it the old fashioned way and stack one good player on the next good player on the next good player. And, uh, you know, we're going to have more good players than uh, the majority of NHL teams because of the amount of picks and how high we're picking. So uh, it, this is it, this is part of the plan. And uh, and again, stick to the process. And here we go. Bill, before you uh, came on, we were wearing tinfoil hats on this show. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, literally, literally <laughs> wearing tinfoil hats. One team moved in this lottery. One team. Yeah. The yeah. Chicago Blackhawks, who shockingly did this when Patrick Kane was available in the draft as well. I'm not asking you to go here, but I, yeah. I would like to know <laughs> as a general manager, and you've talked to these guys a lot. Yeah. Do they like the way that the draft lottery is structured right now? Does it maybe need more tweaking? Um, I, I think they've done a, a really good job in, in saying you can only move 10 spots up. I think that's a really, you know, uh, you can only move two spots back. I think that's really been a game changer. Um, I think it's, it's you know, listen, at the end of the day, the thing that you don't like is the uncertainty when you come up to it. You know, the fact that if, you know, if you really played you, – played it you know your heart out as a team and you were dead last and all of a sudden you're you're picking at three now you're not happy about that so um but but the lottery is designed in a way to to prevent tanking um you know and so i, I think it's done it in this case you know it's uh, let, let's be honest chicago won against pittsburgh that night um you know and and, and they ended up winning the number one pick because of it so probably karma was on their side i guess but Bill, now that you've got, and I know, and we're right there with you as we sat and watched it and we're just, you see that number six flip over and it's a Kachina jersey. There's that sudden disappointment, but now, yeah. and, and more tomorrow when you wake up, now does this help focus your group, focus your scouts on, okay, now we know where we're at. Now we can make a plan. Yeah. You know, for, for me, I guess I've been in the draft so long is that I don't, I don't truly get disappointed because I do believe things happen for a reason. Um, you know, it's the same reason if you look at, we picked three last year. Uh, our pick's pretty darn good pick at three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, time will, tell the, time will tell if it's the best pick in the draft, but you know what? It's a heck of a pick, and I believe things happen for a reason. So here we are. We're going to take a swing at six and 12, and let's see what we can get done here. So you feel, Bill, you feel it, it, having two picks in the top 12 of a fairly deep draft. This is, we're, as Coyote fans and, and faithful, this is still really positive, right? Yeah. It, oh, it's really, really positive, to be honest with you. It's, I mean, listen, some of the players that we watched overseas, you know, I had a chance to go and watch the U18s. You get excited. I mean, these are these are guys that you want to play with. That You know, they're blocking shots for their country with their face and they're diving and they're 
playing hard. I mean, they're 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 championship type players, and we're going to have a chance to pick them at six and twelve. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest. This this is a, an exciting time to be a coward. Might not be as sexy as the number one pick overall, and and people are doing cartwheels. But you know, I can remember with the Blues, we had the number one pick overall. Um, you know, and uh, you know, it didn't change our it didn't change our whole organization. You know, what changed our organization was drafting one good player at a time and stacking them on the next good player, the next good player, and having a great scouting staff. And it paid dividends. And, uh, you know, the Blackhawks kicked our butt a few times uh, coming down the stretch, uh, you know, and so did, so did um, you know, Los Angeles. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we stuck to the process of just kept drafting one good player at a time. And uh, um, it's not the sexy pick. But it's the it's the pick at six and twelve that'll make our franchise great. So obviously, so there's 51 days till June 28th, the <laughs> NHL draft. What is you your plan and your team's plan from this day till that day? What's going to happen? Well, it's it's now on to the amateur meetings. Um, we've got the uh, the combine. Um, there's some tournaments still going on overseas where the world uh, the world championships are over there. So there's more scouting to be done. Um, and, and there's more due diligence on players to be done to make sure that we get the right ones. Um, so now it's it's really just focus. I think the staff um, is at a point right now that the numbers are in. We know where we're picking, and now they're excited about you know here, here's the here's the players that are in that range. Now let's get down to making this list and and uh, and get down to you know who we're going to get out of the out of the grouping. So um, it's an exciting time because you you're forced to make decisions on players. Um, and listen, that you go into those scouting meetings and you hear the passion within your scouts about some of the players. And, and for me, viewing some of the players, uh, it's an exciting time for us as an organization. We're not picking, you know, at 26 or we're picking or one pick at 59 in yeah. the draft. We got two that are six and 12. So let's put this into perspective. This is an exciting time for us. And you put yourself back when you were in St. Louis, too. Yeah. And, and please share, like, you talked about having a first overall pick, but you also, you built that team much deeper in the draft than 6 and 12. Yeah, like I think we have to guys. go all the way back to Alex Petrangelo to find a guy that you had in, like, yeah. the top 10, yeah. right? Yeah, but we made some, we made some, uh, hey, the, the year we, we drafted Schwartz and Tarasenko. Um, <laughs> in that draft, there were two guys that played over 10 years and helped the Blues win a championship. And so when you get players of that caliber that you can draft and bring them into your team and all of a sudden, you know, you're not getting one good player, you get two good players from the draft. Oh, it's, it makes a big difference in your organization. And uh, then you, you know, then also you think about the fact that the Gunthers of the world, we've already drafted the Coolies. You're bringing those guys in and now you're bringing in two good players at six and 12. Uh, and then you go past that and say, Hey, listen, we got 46 picks over the next four years. It's a good time to be a coyote. Um, the 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 you know the the podcast in Toronto, uh, you know how they speak about the, the you know how our organization. They have no idea, uh, you know you know the strides that we've made as an organization and how exciting it is to be a yote. You know we're we're putting good players on the board and uh, uh, it's an exciting time. But when you t- I just St. Louis and I, I know you said Schwartz and Tarasenko. I just want people to know that Schwartz and Tarasenko were drafted 14th and 16th. Not six and twelve. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Leah. Um, I was just gonna say, I, th- I think a concern right now of a lot of Coyotes fans, and I can see it in our chat, is does this affect the status of the rebuild at all? Does this move it backwards, or are we still, you know, on on pace and on the plan? We're we're on the plan. 
I mean, we're on the plan. Uh, I think when you, you look at, you know, the, you know, it's funny, we had the meetings and, you know, and, and one of the, the scouts stood up and said, oh, we got to add this player, we got to add this player. And, I, and, you know, I said, you know, when, when we all came in here, I said, you know, we're going to do some bad contracts first couple of years and blah, blah, blah. And now we're going to, and, the, and this year we're going to add some, some good young players in. And, you know, and that's where we're exactly where we are. The exact same process we started is exactly, exactly where we are right now. We're right on, on par. The only thing that I would say we're way ahead of is the fact that, you know, the, the Haydens of the world, the Valamakis, the Vegemalicos, they've all kind of come up and, and, and they've helped, you know, where we are as an organization because there's some corner, cornerstone pieces that you can build around. Um, and the fact that we have that many draft picks coming up gives us a lot of options. It gives us options to be at the draft to move up. It gives us options to go buy players. It gives us options to draft players. Um, it's money in the bank for us. So we're, you know, we're at a really good stage as an organization um, and we've got a big vote coming up too. So um, I'm sure that will give us a lot of momentum too. With all those draft picks you just mentioned, uh, are you at a, a point where you want to be active in that process of maybe going out and buy, buying players? Are you going to be looking to maybe add pieces that could grow with this team this summer? Do you know yet? Is that, I, I don't know yeah. what you're, yeah, go ahead. It's, it's a great question because, you know, we're always going to be in search of more players um, in any way we can. We're going to have the, the conversation, just like you said, can we add a player through waivers? Is there a player that's going to be sitting there at the start of the year? Is there a player that's a free agent or is there a group six or there's a guy in the minors that deserves an opportunity? That's that's where we have to continually look under every single rock to make sure that we can find any player uh, that we think has value that can help our organization. And we have to be hungry on it. Um, and I think, you know, we're going to continue to do that. The Ingrams of the world and the Valamakis that we got off waivers have added to our depth and our core as an organization. And we have to continue to be hungry on those type of players um, to make sure that we move the franchise forward um, and continue with the rebuild, but continue on it with good players um, and hungry scouts. Anything else? Yeah. It's been a long day for you, I'm sure. So, <laughs> yeah. We appreciate well, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, it's, you know, if you hit the lottery, you know, you're, you know, you're obviously, you know, tickled pink, but hey, listen, we're excited too. We're picking at six and 12. But one thing we, good... Bill, we told our listeners before you jumped on and just so you can walk away from here, just a couple of names to throw at you that were picked sixth <laughs> overall. Peter Forsberg, heard of him, Phil yeah, Housley, like... Paul Coffey, yeah. and yeah. this year's Matthew Kachuk, who might be considered a Conn Smythe front runner right now yeah. in this year's playoffs. So a lot of really good hockey players pick sixth overall. Yeah. yeah. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. And uh, we're happy to make you, you know, you guys got something to talk about now. Not one pick, but two picks. <laughs> exactly. Two picks <laughs> Appreciate that. You know? And I'm sure we'll catch up with you again before the draft, Bill. But thank you so much for joining us right after the lot. I really appreciate it. Uh, anytime. Thank you very much for having me. Thank Thanks, you. Bill. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I tell you what, and, and that's just the calming influence, the calming effect that we want to feel. <laughs> and Bill, we trust. He's until been here we don't. so many times. That's the thing. Like yeah. you, like we were just talking about with the Blues, they yeah. never had high picks. No, they never had high picks. And they won was, a cup. And that was the They're one like team the exception. I, yes. Yeah, that, I said they were the exception, and guess who was there? It was him. Yep. Yep. So the Coyotes have always been the exception. <sighs> yeah, because you're right. You look at David Rudnblad with a first round pick of that team. <clears throat> Lars Ella, Ian Cole, and David Perron, who came left and came back. But there were 
really only three first round picks that were really a part of that team for that franchise, and none of them were picked this high. They found players in other ways. They got Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, yeah, they found players in other ways, yeah. and they drafted you, well later in drafts. Yes, they did draft well later in drafts. You, I mean, again, I, I always say it. You, you. You really want that cornerstone piece at the top of your lineup. You really want that guy. But we Maybe don't know yet. Yeah, we Maybe don't. it's Gunther. Logan Cooley might end up being the best player from last season's draft, and in which case, maybe they found him last year. We just don't know yet. Yeah. But you you, you want to keep stacking as many of these guys as, as possible. They're, they're probably going to get some more high draft picks next season. I'm curious what's going to happen at the draft as well, what, what sort of moves they'll make. I've talked about the possibility of Nick Schmaltz getting traded. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I may, maybe they keep him around because he's a really good running mate with Clayton Keller and it makes Clayton Keller happy, but also he has value. Mm-hmm. A lot of interesting, a lot of moving parts right now. The Matt Bay Mishkov question comes in now. It's going to be a fascinating draft to cover from a Coyotes perspective. Did, did, we, we talked about when you were gone. In your gut, do you believe there's a chance he falls? Mitchkov. Yeah, I mean, li- listening to it, it, and it's not me. Like, I, I'm not going on my gut because what the hell do I yeah, know? what do you know? I, I'm talking to the people who are talking to the scouts and talking to yes. the executives. We had Corey Promen on the show. A lot of it depends on how it plays out. Well, it pretty much played out according to script, so... Is there a chance Mitch Cow falls? Yeah, absolutely. There's a chance he falls. How far is the question? Yeah. Do you at six say do you waste it at six, or do you think maybe let's see if he makes it to twelve? Yeah, and that's the or do you like at twelve? Do you say okay, he's fallen two more spots. Now we move up and get him at nine, at nine. by using some of those assets. Assets we had. in the third. I don't round. know. I don't know. It all fascinates There's me because like, that's the player that I think changes this draft. Yeah, he he, he does. is the greatest wild card in this draft because he is a generational player. He is a generational yep. player, and yet there's all these questions. All about things him. being equal, there's no question he goes top three, right? Yeah, yeah. If, if you didn't have the two. war in, if you didn't have the war in Russia, and let's say he was signed for one year less, or the war in Ukraine, I shouldn't say the war. Would in Would there Russia. be an argument for him at two? Yes, there are a lot of people who think he's the second he's, best player in the draft. Corey Promen has him in the same tier as Adam Fantilli. Okay, so yep. he's two, so and and there you go, and that just kind of shows me that a team that's willing to wait for him would be potentially. The Arizona Coyotes, especially because they have so many other picks. If I mean, you're if you're a team that has one pick in the first round, are you willing to take that gamble? Coyotes have no, two. No, that's and that's but but do you do it at six? Maybe I don't you, know. Maybe you do. Maybe you do because you're too afraid he's going to fall. And if you walk away from this draft with Matt Pavichkov, it's a win. And another player, it's a win. It didn't matter at that point that you didn't tank yes. because you got one of the three best players in the draft. Exactly. Potentially two. Yeah. And the number one player from last year's draft. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. There's a lot that can still happen. We're obviously going to unpack and digest all of this um, mm. over the course of the next 51 days. Um, there's also, you know, players the Coyotes can trade at the draft. We talked about Nick Schmaltz. All of that we'll, we'll come back to. Um, and I I know the there's... I don't, I don't know. know. We'll, we'll Maybe. talk you about... Maybe. just called him a cornerstone, but... We'll talk about it, yeah, at least. Sure. Um, and I know there's more we want to say um about chicago i think we should save that for tomorrow um so (laughs) anything else today just like final i don't want to get on to any more like nope no more rants rants it's it's okay deep breath we got two picks in the top 12 let's move forward we've got some good guy gunner um geeky uh, JJ Velamaki, Cooley, Michelli. There's a lot of young talent in the stables already. There's how many picks in seven picks in Clayton these? Keller is still young. Six or seven picks in the first three rounds this year. Things are fine, and the future is still bright, and the vote's a week away. 
The vote is a week away. And that's the note we should leave people on. Well, you, you probably got other things to do. So you you, you drive no, the no, bus. No, no, no. We're, we're good. You can tell people. Um, so the vote, and I said this when you were gone too, Craig, okay. I would rather have what happened today happen and the vote go through next week. If Came this, that. if we had to ha choose a victory, I'm choosing May 16th. Um, and if you are a Tempe resident, tomorrow, May 9th, Tuesday, May 9th is the last day you can mail in your ballots if you're sitting here watching right now it's still sitting on your counter and you're thinking oh shoot you better pick it up right now and fill it out and mail it in um because tomorrow's the last day to mail it so if you want if you if it's after may 9th you can still drop it off mm -hmm. at a polling place i'll let craig tell yeah. you how to do that in a secure maricopa county drop box find one at locations.maricopa.vote um so here's how here's how you can drop it off if you do not mail in your ballot tomorrow, which is, again, as Leah said, the deadline before 7 p.m. on Election Day. Go in person to an official vote center from May 8th to May 16th. There will be one at the Tempe History Museum. You can look. I won't throw the address at you. Those hours are eight to five on Election Day. It's open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. through Election Day on weekdays between 8 a.m. and 430 p.m. You can also drop off your completed ballot at Tempe City Hall. Um, so just again, we've, we've said this over and over and over again, hopefully at this point you are informed, you have informed yourself, you have gone to the Tempe website and read all about this deal. You may have listened to one side or the other, but hopefully you feel like you're informed. That's what we're asking more than anything. Be informed with this decision. And then by all means, if you haven't already get out and vote, participate in the democratic process. All right. I love it. Good. Um, and just to wrap up on the draft note, I will leave you with this. The Coyotes have two first round picks, a second round pick, four third round picks, a fourth, two fifths and two sixths in 2023. So there is a lot to look forward to. Um, I think I'm going to go back and watch everything Bill Armstrong had to say again, just because like many people in the chat said, he talked them off the ledge. And obviously, we'll continue to unpack this um, over the next few weeks here. Continue to talk to draft experts. Now that we know it's, no, it's know. this is going to be better, um, can Focus I, can I tell questions. them about later this week? Who's coming on? Yes. Um, we have the USNDTP. NTDP. NT, I always mess That's it right. up. Me too. Um, head coach coming on the show Dan this Muse will be on the show. Thursday. There, there are a number of players that played for the... The, the developmental team that are rated very highly in this draft three. Th I think there's as many as five that could go in the first round of the NHL draft, the way it plays out. The coyotes obviously have a couple picks. That's we know now six and 12. So those players could come into play. Maybe not Will Smith at this point, maybe Will Smith, who knows yep. how who it knows? shakes out. So we're going to have Dan Muse on to talk about those players and also just the growth of USA hockey, how much this program has meant yeah. for the growth of USA hockey. Looking forward to that conversation. Yep. So lots to talk about. We hope you stick around and everybody who was here. Um, there's no, there's no other way I would have wanted to do this. This was pack therapy yep. at its core. Um, so everybody in our live YouTube chat, thank you. Everybody who's watching or listening later. Thank you. Um, like this video on YouTube, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts leave us a review. We sincerely appreciate you and be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We're live pretty much Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. every single day. And we will talk draft. We'll talk 
playoffs, we got free we'll agency, free, we got yeah, all kinds of stuff so coming There's so much up. to talk about. So we hope you will join us. Um, and in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePause. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. I think we should just all take a deep breath in. Deep breath. I agree. And if this, if you're finding us for the first time, this is Welcome. the best place to find Coyotes information. <laughs> Absolutely. So everybody enjoy the rest of your night. Sleep on it. We'll all wake up positive tomorrow. But until then, have a great rest of your day, everyone. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.